Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we've got beer up our sleeves. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading Altered Carbon by Richard Morgan. Correct. That sounds right. Sure. Uh, and starting with a beer. It's a beer we've had, uh, not too recently, but we've had in the past. It's uh, accessible just about everywhere, so you could drink along with us at home. It's called Dead Guy Ale by Rogue. It's pronounced Rogue or Rouge? Rogue. Rouge is spelt very differently. Rouge. No, dude. <laughs> We're supposed to pretend to have read these books. <laughs> Dead Guy Ale is a Maybach. There was no time to read the cans after I read this book. A style with a robust malt profile and a sweetness that is balanced by the liberal use of bittering hops. Uh, liberal use. Yeah, it smells like it. Actually, it doesn't taste that bitter. No, but it doesn't it's not taste too bad. that great either. It's I mean, it's okay. It has some flavor. It has flavor. It's not something well, it's a, I need a, a, a lot of. It's a lager, right? So it's kind of those tend to be a little less extreme in their flavor profiles. They're all kind of similar to me. Uh, sorry, uh, Altered Carbon is like 20 years old now, this book. I think it came out in 2002, so 18 years. Fuck, mm-hmm. that's so, that's, that's so sad. Really ancient. That's it's sad one of the oldest books we've ago. read. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird. I'm sure you've seen the, the meme when someone's like, how could 2000 be 20 years ago? 1980 was 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do that. There's some truth to that, or at least I feel like it. Well, so that because you were uh, you were getting your first social security checks around 1980, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so altered carbon takes place in the. I think they give you a year at some point. It's like the 2500s or something like that. Very far in the future, where hundred yes. hundreds of years in the future, where humanity has you know sent has colonized other planets. And invented a lot of really crazy technology, which we'll talk about. But the most important piece... But guns are mostly the same. Guns seem to be mostly the same. No, they also <laughs> well, have, they like, the energy. Second Amendment. Yeah. So. <laughs> they also no, have they energy don't. weapons. <laughs> they don't? No, America no longer exists. I don't know if they ever... It's the United Nations. They just talk about the oh, United Nations. Oh, yeah, to run yeah, that's everything. right. Yeah. So um, the most important, most central piece of new technology in this science fiction book is the idea that you, your sort of whole brain memory in everything you know about your person is not really, I mean, it's in your brain, but it's also stored in this little metal computer disc that's inserted into the back, into the base of your skull. And that actually kind of records, that is like a, kind of like a copy of your brain, I guess. It's, it's like who your you are. digital soul. Yeah. And then that disc, which is called a stack, can be inserted into literally a different body. And you can wake up with all your own, like, memories and, you know, your own person, but literally inside a different body. Much like it, when you wake like, up after drinking. <laughs> and <laughs> Feels like it. Whose body am I in? They could, you know, they use this since they're, they have, uh, I mean, they don't have, like, faster than speed of light travel. But they can do it with data faster than like communication. Yeah. So they could they could download your stack and send it to another planet, and then just plop you into a body there, and you'll just wake up and be like, oh, cool, I'm a black guy now. <laughs> you can just yeah. and, <laughs> or, or a, a woman, woman. Yeah. yeah, or a child, or a wolf faced mutant creature. Because yeah. there's, yeah. it, mm-hmm. there's also all sorts of weird body modifications and stuff like that that happens. Cloning to some and genetic engineering. Yeah, stuff and then too, yeah. and then just totally fake bodies, like synthetic. Mm-hmm. Things. And these are called, and everyone just refers to a body as a sleeve. If you're not, if I, I guess if it's not your original one, you call it a sleeve. Yeah. And it's, it, it's like your body is something that can be discarded. Yeah. But you live on. And there are some people that uh, are so crazy rich that they could afford clones of themselves 
where they just buy a new sleeve and live for centuries. Yeah. And they're called the meths because they never did meth. But they might have. It's for Methuselah. The old guy. Mm-hmm. Oldest dude in the Bible besides God. And Is God. He older than Moses? Yeah, he's the oldest guy in the Bible. Or Noah, I'm thinking of Noah. Older than, older than all of them. No. Noah was like 900. Methuselah, I think, was 969. Uh, one upsmanship. I don't know. Uh, he's, you know. We did a lot of. He's like 69, dude. Time to go. Um, His last words were nice. <laughs> <laughs> and also, people as punishments for crimes can be put on the... I forget what they call it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's sort of like what, what happens if you're, if you're a criminal, if you're, you're charged and convicted as a criminal, they sort of like put your... Take your stack out and just sort of like leave it. Yes. Just leave it in a box somewhere. They and leave then it in the stacks also. Other, They're also called the stacks. And then let uh, someone else who needs a new body use yours. Yeah, that's really strange. Like you don't yeah. have the right... You give up the rights to your own body when you commit a crime. Like your consciousness has been downloaded and is stored. But your flesh, like that doesn't really matter. You'll just get a new one eventually whenever your your sentence is up. Yeah. So, which is kind I, of I had some definitely some thoughts about that, but I think I'm gonna need a beer to mm, like yeah. remember them. Let's do this beer, Nate. You brought this. It's called it's by McKellar NYC. It is a rye pale ale with peach called Life's a Peach and then you rye. All right. Pretty damn good punny yep. title. Because there's a lot of rying in this book. <laughs> Some real sons of peaches. <laughs> Precisely. Now you get the get the rye quite prominently. Gives it like a spicy flavor. I'm not getting any peach. Yeah. Only the tiniest hint of peach. I want to say right at the right at the beginning. I got you can get a tiny bit of peach, but it's mostly just that, the rye yeah. flavor. Like so little peach, you're like she's definitely in another castle. You could just tell right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's okay if you like this kind of rye beer. I'm sure this is a good one. And it's also not, you know, a 15% alcohol monster beer. It is only 5.5%. 5.5%. That's basically water. It's not noon yet, so that's probably a good idea. What are you talking about? We always (laughs) drink responsibly. (laughs) Okay, so a couple of thoughts about this leaving thing. Uh, Like, first of all, one of the main sort of themes of the book is definitely identity. Mm Because, like, who are you? if you're wearing a different body. So like people, when people look at you, it's the body you're wearing, you know, it's, it's sort of the body you're wearing. And there's this whole like, you know, where, where uh, Kovach gets put into the body of this other guy and everybody thinks he's the other guy, which we'll get to in a little while, but that's one thing. But another thought was he's really got supply and demand all like wrong because if people go through multiple bodies because their stack can be put in multiple bodies, there would be a horrible shortage of bodies. Well, isn't that why is when you're in jail, well, no, but like, you have to give up there, your body? It would be like, you know, after a couple hundred years of this, there would be ten. There would be a thousand times as many stacks waiting for a body as there are bodies to put them in. I think his attempt to work around that was the whole... One of the 400 subplots in the book was about the Catholics who are really against this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those people believe... Um, that you can't download the soul, the sentience of the person into this disc, that that is a, you know, an affront to God or something. So they will not allow themselves to be re-sleeved. So I think, I assume, like, when those people die, they're like, free body. <laughs> That's kind of what I got. Maybe. Yeah, they're yeah. out of the book. It's like, they died, and they're like, we well, can't they're try- They're up. trying to pass a law that they can't be re-sleeved. So at the guess at this time, they are currently using their bodies 
But uh, is it their body or is it that they're their their stack? They don't they don't want their stack to be put into another body to like because the 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 law is to let people be resleeved so they can testify if they were murdered, saying this is who did it, and then they can go. Yeah. But the Catholics didn't want that at all, so they're probably free bodies that are available because they don't say anything about the body itself. I don't know. But they also have cloning, and it's never really explained how that the works. Cloning, but you assume it's the like cloning industrial is only, scale shit. Cloning but, is only for the rich. Because it's so expensive. Right, but then they have also just artificial skin, artificial sleeves mm-hmm, at some yeah. point, and they, they're varying qualities of, you know. Those must be pretty expensive, too. I mean, a lot of this think. is also, like, the, the class stuff and rich versus oh, yeah. poor. And, like, the rich live forever, and the poor get by with whatever shitty old sleeve is around. Like, oh, you're a... My kid died in a hit and run, and here he is. He's in the body of a forty-five-year-old woman now. Yeah, even though they're actually seven. Yeah, you know. I was like, oh, what we got available. Was, Deal with it, bitch. Show, yeah. Or they could be dead. And I yeah. guess, I guess, the idea is that you know, uh, speaking of supply and demand, like existence is one of those things that has infinite demand. <laughs> And pretty mm-hmm. limited supply that, you know, you'd have a, a billionaire on their deathbed. And they're like, if you give me all of your billion dollars and you live for another year, that most would be like, okay. Right? Most people would rather live than not live. Yeah. So, like, all right, shit. I guess I'm going to be now in the body of a aging Filipino woman, even though <laughs> I was a young white guy. All right, whatever. It's better than not being around. And the, being on the stack, right? The being on the stack was when you were like on, in when digital time Basically out. in storage. It's just like you're turned off. Like there's not like dreaming. There's not. Yeah. Anything. It's like back when you'd had to play games on floppy disks, and you know, you just, you just like in. you just take the disk out of the drive, and it does nothing. Yeah. That's you. That's your consciousness. Take that in Carta ninety three. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a computer that. Okay. How smart you think you are? That's just not operating. It's just powered down. Anyway, okay. So there's a lot of plot to this book. We should definitely talk about some of it, but we can't talk about all of it. It would take fucking a million years. But I anyway, had to actually reread the plot just on Wikipedia yesterday because it was so much that I couldn't remember all of it and I read through it and I can't remember all of it again now. Yeah, and I didn't understand 100... Because it's also... It's a, so it's a detective story, essentially. It's, it's a detective story, for sure, but there are a bunch of other subplots. But it's a detective story that like takes place in this futuristic San Francisco. So it's about all this other sci-fi stuff and it's a mystery, detective mystery novel. So... In typical detective novel fashion, the character learns shit and then doesn't, like, tell you. You He's just like, and then he realized he had to go here. And you're like, why? I don't know. What's that. What did he just notice? And then two chapters later, you're like, all right, now I got to go. Oh, oh, that's why he did that. Like, you're always kind of catching up. Then they discussed the plan, and they said it was a good plan, and they went and did it. And here we're going to describe what happened now. Yeah, exactly. So, so okay, main character is a is a guy named Takeshi Kovacs. Takeshi Six Nine. He's he's the shittiest rapper ever. That's a rapper. Yeah, no, he's the guy who keeps uh, snitching, isn't he? Yeah, because he's <laughs> going to jail for like ever, <laughs> and he's hot. He, he is. Uh, he is uh, his terrible rapping and just persona would make me not want to have my stack re-downloaded, too. Like, I'm like, ah, fuck, I don't want to live in that world. I don't know anything about him. He's horrifically horrendous. But that's what I thought of the whole book was. Just Takeshi. Takeshi 69. Anyway, the reason why (laughs) his first name is Japanese and his last name is Polish is because the planet that he's originally (laughs) from was settled by a, a, like, you know, generation conglomerate of of Japanese... People and Eastern European labor yeah. that brought to the same were brought to the same planet. They're so. still cheap. Five hundred years in the future, I guess. Apparently, yeah. 
and uh, it still sucks there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, but he is a uh, he's never been to Earth before, and he kind of gets resleeved on Earth, and you start here learning about his backstory, where he is in fact a like super soldier. Like every fucking nerdy sci-fi book, he's the most badass guy to ever live. Pretty much. Yeah, he's like a space Jason Bourne, but he remembers shit. But he's... So anyway, he's a special, specially super trained (laughs) super soldier called a envoy. Uh, The show went into a lot more detail about them being freedom fighters. I rewatched the show like after this and we discussed that at the end. They changed it significantly. They did. I mean, they're actually uh, it, there not are as two, much as you think. There are two sequel books, so I read one of them. Some of that shit might get flushed out more. They they changed the, one the I read, basis of a lot of it too. Uh, the, the, right? the, okay. the book two does not actually go into a ton of that. But anyway, we can talk yeah. about that later. So anyway, uh, he's the super soldier called an envoy, where he has special powers of basically perception. Although other people think that they have the ability to read minds, but he essentially the idea is that he's just ultra perceptive. And able to sort of gather, like, understand this new culture and society that you're just dropped into as a super soldier, like, you know, often enough, and then can survive on your own. Now, but he's left that thing, or there are more, he's left that when it doesn't really tell you a ton about that in the book, but he's just sort of like on his own. But he's also been dead for over 100 years, or he's been on stack. He's been on stack for, for, he's been on stack for eight years. In the book. But he was sentenced to a long time. In the show, it said it was 250. Yeah, that's one of the big changes. In the book, he's on stack for like eight years or five years or some shit, and they unfreeze him to do this thing. Right, so the opening scene, actually, you you don't know anything that's going on. He gets, he and his girlfriend, just getting shot by, like, what you assume are like police officers. Yeah. They've robbed something. and and that Killed somebody. Yeah, something happens, and then they get shot, and it's like, oh, they're dead. Like, no, they're not, because they're resleeved. And anyway, so he's literally waking because he was shot and killed. He's waking up on Earth years later, but from in his memory, his like last thing that he remembers happening is getting shot and killed. So because you can you can be resurrected as long as they don't shoot the back of your neck the and destroy computer your disc, floppy disk. As long as your floppy disk is intact, or if you've backed it up, or yeah, yes. which, comes which into play for generally only later. rich people can afford to do. Right, because you it would appears. need to afford another body to put it into. Or just, you know, it just costs a lot of money to have the storage. And they, he has it, they, the rich guy has it uh, <laughs> sent into a satellite. It's basically the cloud. Cast. Yeah. yeah needle and cast. it's literally in the cloud, actually. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, then he has beer. Wow. So did we. Already? We haven't even gotten to any <laughs> plot. But, yeah. But this is, describes the envoys. They're pretty... Uh, if we discussed the plot, we'd be here for two years. That's pretty streetwise. <laughs> That is pretty streetwise. Very, mm-hmm. They are their superpower is being very streetwise, which is kind of weird. And uh, this is uh, Streetwise Imperial IPA from Bronx Brewing. We've had several of their beers, but I don't think we've ever had this one. It's pretty fruity, and it's yeah, thick. it's interesting. It's it is like a it's quite thick. thick body. I'm getting like pineapple. Yeah, a lot of tropical fruit yeah. flavors. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this is nice. A little it's more, a little more bitter. Yeah, more of the old fashioned kind of IPA. Not it's pretty good. Not it's almost like a juice. It's, it's it is almost like a juice. In terms of the yeah. texture of it, right? The consistency? Yeah. So this tastes more like peach than the last one. <laughs> That's probably true. Maybe a little bit, yeah. So Takashi69 Kovach uh, ends up being resurrected by a rich dude who is uh, Richard Branson of the future. Like, I, don't, I can't remember his name. It was like Ashcroft? La- Lawrence Bancroft. Bancroft, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is a 350 or so year old man. 
250. He's old as fuck. He's like 350 something, and yeah. he's fucking rich. Yeah. And he's got his wife, who's also like 250 or something like that. Or but they're each in young bodies, young sleeves. Yeah. And they mentioned they've yeah. been together for, for a couple several centuries. centuries. And they just, you know, every so often they trade up bodies. I don't ever really explain what he did to be so rich, but it doesn't matter. Thank God no. they did. I mean, they're at that point, you just anything. invest $10 and wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Index funds. That's all you need. Just, just index funds, yes. So anyway, Kovach is, is basically put re-sleeved to solve a murder by, so by Lawrence Bancroft. He's like, I need you to solve a murder. Mine. Dum-bum-bum. Which as a reader, you're like, that's silly. You're not dead. You're not a ghost. Yeah. But <laughs> in reality... That was a nice twist. It, it, was, it was kind of a nice twist at the beginning. Uh, where Because... A couple, so several weeks ago, literally, Lorenz Bancroft had actually shot himself in the head and killed himself. According to the police. According, according to the police. Well, he, he, no, he did actually do that anyway. So he, well, we don't know that. Yeah, you know, right. He shot himself and ki- he, he shot himself in the head and killed himself. But because his stack had been backed up every, you know, three days or something he like shot himself, that. He shot himself in the neck head to yeah. blow up his stack. Right. Yes. Yeah. That way they could because every forty eight hours he gets automatically downloaded automatically backed his, up his yeah. shit and in between the, in one of those forty eight hour windows he shoots himself and destroys the stack mm-hmm. so he, yeah. he doesn't know or he doesn't well know why. somebody somebody mm-hmm. shoots him and destroys the stack and it very much looks like he did it himself yeah but and he says no I'm I too much of a dick to do that. Yeah, so I says, I am not that kind of person, and it was done with a gun that was in a safe, and only myself and my wife have the combination. But he says, I am not the kind of person that would kill myself. And also, why bother? I'll just get re-downloaded. Yeah, why would so I do it so point? stupidly when I'm just going to get, when my sleep, my stack is already backed up, and I've got tons of clones already waiting to go, and I'm just going to get re-sleeved again automatically? Why would I do that? That's what you have to find. Yeah, you find out that very quickly he's got, like, it's Alcatraz, right? Alcatraz is now it's this... actually on Alcatraz, Is yeah. this cloning I mean, it's a prison. facility. It's ba- they, they made it like a, like a big data storage oh, yeah, yeah. and body storage for rich but, people. But there, he has, you know, four or five clones always ready to go, and they're cooking up another one. Yeah. And each of his, like, 60 kids all have another clone ready and it's like, so like their whole family is whole family they're immortal rich. essentially mm-hmm, yes. as long as that money keeps coming in so Takashi, but they're also like you know weird adult children who never grew up because they don't actually ever grow up well thank god they're not actually in the plot very much like yeah. they don't matter we didn't have to meet all 61 of his offspring but then they do a lot of fucking that's pretty much all they do He's but 300 years old well that's that becomes important later but <laughs> the uh Takashi takes the job. Basically, he's like his arm is twisted. Like he has no choice. Like, but to if take you the don't job. do it, you go back into the stacks. But if you if you solve it, then I'll give you I'll a give you billion dollars. It was a hundred thousand dollars actually. In, was it? But like in UN credits. Oh, because they're worth more than regular. Is there special shitty monies? planet money? And he'll get him pardoned. Yeah. So he will be pardoned for his crimes. Of and then he'll be able to bail out arms his girlfriend. dealing or some and shit. And terrorism yeah. and stuff and they'll like get that, they'll know. get his. Uh, the lady that was gunned down with him back out and put her into a, probably like a, a nice hot body. Which is important because you meet then Bancroft's wife. I forget her name. Mrs. Miriam. Ban- Mrs. Bancroft. And she's, it says like within the first page of meeting, like it mentions her big gazongas like four times. This, lot, this yeah. book does suffer from. Not subtle. This, this book suffers from nerd sci-fi-itis. 
Yeah. It's like, and then the lady He's with, the biggest. with boobies <laughs> came out with her boobies. <laughs> and you could see them through her shirt where boobies go. <laughs> you, sound like, you sound like Kevin from The Office. <laughs> I think there were boobies under there. <laughs> Some of them are very nice. And, <laughs> and she, Hers were... Probably some of the best boobies. <laughs> she also had a very pert behind. <laughs> I would imagine spanking it would be satisfying. Like it does, it does get into that. And then yeah. the main character is like, "I'm a fucking man, and I'm gonna tear that up." Also, I can punch anyone to death. Did I mention the boobies? <laughs> <laughs> I did. There is definitely it is definitely a part of this. It's definitely like 20% of this book. Oh, yeah, yeah, when you get to the completely unnecessary sex scenes later on. Oh, they're necessary <laughs> to show what a badass he is. Talk about those boobies. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and she's like, she's kind of a dick to him. She's like, don't, don't do this. Or it's obvious. The police like, have solved. Like, everyone's like trying to immediately like, don't solve this crime. You know, like, yeah, I'm trying to dissuade him. Like, he definitely done. killed himself, dude. Just leave it alone. Oh, we already, we already fucking skipped something pretty important. The other, the cop, the female cop who... Yeah. Ortega. Yeah. Ortega. Who is also hot. Oh, yeah, everyone's hot. Everyone's very hot. Mm-hmm. And she was the detective on the cage. Like, it's solved. What are you doing? And she's like... He definitely shot himself in the face, dude. Yeah. Piss off. But she's clearly invested very heavily, and you don't know why right she's, away. Mm-hmm. She does not like that he's there. Yeah. She's just angst. A lot of angst. And, and so they go on adventures, and he goes through about 11 layers too many of uh, investigation. Detective work. Yeah. Well, then he goes to... And then another thing you learn about in this world is there's the AIs. There's the, mm-hmm. the right, yeah. artificial intelligence they, They're really... Things. They play a uh, much art, smaller art, role in the book. Yeah. So one, one change between the book and the show is that in the book, the hotel that he gets is run by an AI, a Jimi Hendrix... Yeah, AI. it's called and the it's Hendrix. called the Hendrix, and and uh, there's all this sort of guitar stuff around and a little bit, but a Hendrix stuff. And the proprietor is basically a clone of Jimi Hendrix. I mean, not a clone. Artificial intelligence is like, like a holographic a, projection. This is in the yeah. show, I guess, because I, I, the I, show I, is not it at all. So I've never I've never watched a show. I've only read the book, but I, there was just. Like, the AI seems to be very much like C-3PO. It's just like, I cannot do that for you. Would you like me to do this for you? There's no, like, hey, excuse me, will I kiss the sky? And then, like, <laughs> yeah. let me check your reservation. Well, I'm, like, I'm no, sure that the, you know, whoever, I die. that uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix's sister, who, you know, controls Jimi Hendrix's state, would not give permission for they said, they said they don't, the show. They said they don't use it, uh, they don't allow his uh, stuff to be used in anything with violence, was her reasoning. I bet they just didn't offer oh, enough for the, money. Oh, for the show? Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. So, so instead, anyway, they the show is to, different. They changed it to Edgar Allan Poe. That's like who the proprietor is. And he stays at The Raven. And he's a much bigger character, which is another thing we'll get to the end. Oh, comparing him? Okay. Yeah. So he goes there, and as soon as he checks into the hotel, a guy tries to kill all two guys, or a guy and a girl, I forget. It's two uh, people trying to kill him. I think when he checks into the... Oh, he, he does. He, he, does he has a, a beer first. He does get a beer. Wow. What great service. It, the hotel is... It's, it's an AI. It just, it's once he got past that crosstown traffic, he was at the hotel. <laughs> and uh, some guy holds up a gun. He's like, don't fire. I'll think of some more Hendrix tunes. I don't know anymore. He's got, he just has a message of love to deliver. It's a mm-hmm. purpose. That, I, I, mean, mean, the, the, I mean, you know the hotel was a red house. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the guy that tries to rob him was bold as love. <laughs> so this is, don't be a tough guy. <laughs> From McKellar NYC. 
It's an American-style barley wine ale that is just under 11% alcohol. And it has nothing to do with this book because everyone's book is such a fucking tough guy. Yeah, like this is the advice they all should have received and, and taken. It's a surprisingly not a lot to taste there. Yeah. You hear barley wine, you think a lot more. So it's just kind of... It just, it just tastes like yeah. beer. Yeah, I was expecting... It doesn't s- taste like barley wine. Well, it doesn't also taste 11% alcohol either, so oh, I guess it? it's 10.9. Good Lord, okay. That, that'll that do it, yeah. But there's not like a... So I'll give it that. I expect sweetness and... and barley wines know. always have... Yeah, they taste a little bit more like wine. I mean, you could smell in there a little bit of a, a sugary, caramelly kind of smell, but not much. It's kind of bleh. Yeah, not my thing. So then some guy's like, come with me, and he holds up a gun, and then the hotel just fucking murders that guy. Which is cool. Hotels can do that. Yeah. He was now trying to rob my patron. That's full service. <laughs> also, because he's the first guy to check into an AI hotel in like forever. Yeah. Because people, people don't like them because they're creepy. Well, yeah, they are creepy. It is weird throughout the book. But this guy is like, because at the beginning, he decides he's not going to take the case. He's just going to spend the day fucking prostitutes and doing drugs, and then he'll just go back into the stacks. Yeah. So he's like, I'm gonna go find a hotel. He's like, my dick. Get me Fuck your. Get, yeah. Basically, that was he's like. I'll, just <laughs> yeah. use, I'll use this old dick. <laughs> he's like, just f- find me some good prostitutes and kill these guys, and that's what happens. He didn't find any good prostitutes though, because the goes, guy tried to kill him first. Yeah, they ruined yeah. his prostitute day. He still does a fuck ton of drugs. Yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, the, and I, the futuristic drugs actually play an important part in the yeah. role in the plot later. Eventually, he decides to take the case. Because reasons, because otherwise the book would end. Yeah, uh, and, and, mm-hmm. but then it, like, I mean, to make it out like he's well, okay. Now I'm a little bit interested. And why would anyone try and kill me? Yeah. If if this somebody didn't actually murder the the rich guy, so yeah. there has to be an actual thing there. And then they find out that the guy that the, the couple that tried to abduct him or something, it's the same guy. He has two versions of his stack, like yeah. all shirts. He's double sleeved. <laughs> Jesus That's what they call it Double sleeving What is that even Oh yeah in the book Yeah I thought you were talking about shirts still. I did They are also double sleeved though No Unless no, well, no. it's a wife beater Most of the time <laughs> So anyway Another <laughs> example About how the book Is kind of about identity Is not only about You know Who's Who are you If you're wearing a different body But who, also who? You can just <laughs> Is that a who, who, who? Oh yeah uh, But in this thing, is sort of like, you can, though it's totally illegal, you can make a copy of your stack and put yourself into a different... And the punishment is different death. Like, we call real death. Real because death, death doesn't exist this. anymore. They call it real death, where they destroy your stack. And one of the stack sleeves could be even be a foxy lady, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, and yeah. then you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> which probably happens. Oh, I'm sure it uh, happens. Yeah. Anyway, so the idea is that someone can basically, through very illegal means, make a copy of their stack and literally be, have two copies of yourself in two different bodies. Um, and so you can do two things. And, and like, who are you if you... Well, the, yeah, yeah. Who are you <laughs> if you can, like, make a copy of yourself? And is that other person you, or are they someone different? Who is that, you know, because that's going to come into the plot later. Everything comes into the plot later. Let's fast forward this Much plot. like he comes into every woman in this book. Yeah, so then yeah. he bangs the hot wife very quickly. She's like, let me tell you, don't and solve she this has mystery. And she has a magic genetically modified body that makes her vagina ooze basically ecstasy. Yeah. But it's like ecstasy that makes you feel what your partner's feeling. So he feels himself fucking himself. Yeah, I don't really know how that works. Yeah, that would it's be It's probably a, super weird. Weird feedback loop. Yeah. Sensation. But like, like, ow, but, ah, ah, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, it's going to be <laughs> 
Maybe it's a more satisfying butt action. Like it feels like no, they didn't take a really they, they good did, dump. They didn't say they did any butt. Well, he action. doesn't have a he doesn't have a vag to feel fucked. Well, he feels what she is feeling. Yeah, it was some empathy empathy cooch jizz that she has. Yes, it would, you know, she's like, I have this body made. It, I just I trip ball. People trip balls when they bang me. And yeah, and she's got the hottest body. We talked about she the has, boobies, she right? Has boobies. There's boobies on I recall it. that. I'm yes. not sure if you're aware that there are boobies. I don't know if you know that when boobies come out of the shirt, they have nipples on them. I've never, <laughs> you know, if you've ever seen them. I've never seen that part. <laughs> and when it's chilly, they poke out. So he <laughs> he's bangs her like 11 times in that chapter. It's a, and in some ways, he bangs himself. In like every position you could imagine. Like it really goes on too long. Yeah. It's like, and then they were 69 and for a while, and, and he came in her mouth, and she's like, <laughs> So they aren't going to solve. I was like, I don't know. I got to fuck you again. And then like he bangs her and he's like reverse doggy cowgirl in her and a zero G field. And then he like, came over her slash his face. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I guess I guess so. She's like, she starts tonguing his balls. And like, it just, it just <laughs> yeah. really went on yeah, it, a long time. It was, I was reading this on the train. I was like, please, no one look over my shoulder right now. This is, <laughs> this is uncomfortable. It's worse than Danielle Steele. Yeah, it was. It was like it was. Well, it was a lot more graphic than any of the Fifty Shades of Grey books. Got. Yeah, kind of was. Yeah, way more graphic because the person who wrote it watched a lot more porn. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Well, the guy was. Um, he was like a like a high school teacher or yeah, a middle school teacher. That's what the, that's what the introduction oh, sounded like. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Well, I guess it makes a lot of sense. He was basically some sort of like teacher or kind of thing but and then it said he and he was a teacher until the film rights of this book were optioned now he just travels the world They're like you lucky fucker <laughs> you wrote, <laughs> wrote one bit of it, fucking nerd porn i mean he wrote this series he wrote another few series also that are apparently also pretty good i don't know anything about them but i i only knew this book um yeah well we only i mean i think it's at this point pretty clear we're reading it because it's a, the show yeah um, but, but he has a he has a, a few other series of things, but they're all, I think they're also super uh, badass guy fucks ladies probably. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> it's just the slightly different. It doesn't universe. make them bad. It's just kind of after a while, it's kind of corny. Yeah, and this book is long. This is this book is as uh, as a uh, do you know the adjective weeby? No, you know like kind of weeaboo kind of guys like guys that are super into Japanese stuff. It's like, oh, anime is the best. And yeah. Uh well, yeah, kind of, but like more like, oh yeah, katanas are the best swords. They can cut through anything. Oh. Shit like that. Like you got that vibe from this book. I think he's English, right? He's a, he is, he's he's a white dude. He's English, yeah. He's no, no, we weebs are all always non non Japanese. Oh, I'm sure. But like, but he probably but it's like, look, oh yes, uh ultimate warrior, super badass, bangs all the ladies, touches all their boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Two at a time. Whoa! <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I mean, that, just, that does happen throughout the book. Uh, so then, I mean, so a million more thing, fucking yeah, things so happen. Many they things. Go to, he goes to, like, he the whorehouse, and... Yeah, he blah, gets blah, chased blah. by a guy. But like he, a at the whorehouse, he pretends to not be He pretends, to, he pretends to be... Uh, this uh, this girl's mother. Because we haven't talked about the dead girl yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, for some reason everyone knows this is related, even though there's no reason that it's related. It's just brought up because uh, with Chekhov's gun, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, look, this last time, like last week, a dead girl just fell out of the sky and they can't re-sleeve her because of the, the Catholic, Catholic, Catholic thing. And it's like, I wonder if that's related. It just, you know, people die in the city all the time, but that's probably an important case. Yeah, and she was a prostitute who was found dead in the ocean. Like, that could have been a million. Yeah, I'm sure there was, I'm sure there was a loose connection that we're forgetting because this book was uh, very long. It's dense. 
Anyway, he uh, later he finds slightly later he finds out when everyone is like, "Why the fuck did you come back here?" And he's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I'm not." Ri-. There's like Riker. Why are you here? What? And he's like, and he's like, "What? What are you talking about?" I'm I barely not know her. He gets. Uh, <laughs> He gets put into, like, his consciousness gets downloaded into virtual reality, and then he gets tortured for the, you know, subjective, subjective, you know, for days and weeks, like, absolutely, Even though it's like, like, 12 tortured. seconds in real time. To, to the point where, like, the thing is about the virtual reality, virtual reality torture is they can torture you till you die, and then, and then just restart you again. Like, we're going to do it again. If you don't tell us what we want to hear, oh, no, I don't want to do that. And they just do it over and over and over and over and over again, which was pretty frightening. But they also download you into like whatever form they want. And they download yeah. them as a woman, which I think they changed in the show because I was reading something about. Oh this. yeah, they yeah, changed yeah, that extensively in the show because people like, were like, "This is sexist." I'm like I don't know, it's, I mean, it's like a hot iron. Yeah, they put a hot iron in a vag. Well, he could have just done that as a dude into his butt. So. It's true, but it they, they does make a comment like women. He says, like, women are the, spe- are the true species because they actually feel things and have emotions, and, 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 and men, men are, are just fighting fucking machines. Which That's is what, what he, he thinks about men. And uh, I can practically yeah. hear the fedora as he wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he unzipped his pants and watched some hentai. Kovach finds out that the sleeve that he's in is actually a former, is a police officer who got arrested for doing crooked shit and happens to be Ortega's, Lieutenant Ortega's boy, old boyfriend, Slash that's partner. why slash partner. That's why she's been following him around everywhere, because she's worried that he's going to get that body killed, the body of the man that she's been, you know, in love with all this time. She's afraid that he's going to get that body killed. But to raise the question, who are you if you're in a different body? Is is he actually the person or is he not? Anyway, good question. Identity. That's kind of the question is raising. So, uh, anyway, lots of stuff. There's, uh, you find out, and then you actually, okay, later, they have a beer. No, they do have a beer. Wow. Well, he goes back after he's tortured, and he goes back to that place, and he does some cool stuff. He wakes up, and he murders everybody in the room. He fucking real deaths them. Like like 40 people. And this beer comes in. This is from El Segundo Brewing Company, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Why is it called Steve Austin's? It, it literally does. Is what it, it says. Stone Cold? Make it was designed beer? by Steve Austin and El Segundo. So is it just Coors Light? I mean, I don't know if that's the the, the Steve Austin of WWF, but there's no second Steve Austin. WWE is like there is. He's a liar. Those names could never ever be those very generic names. Please, there's no. only, there's only one Steve Austin. There's definitely only one. Steve. It doesn't this say beer is best served Stone Cold. Yeah, it doesn't say that on the can. I was looking for that. <laughs> I don't think Steve Austin would uh, design an IPA. I think he'd dissolve some shit. I think nickel he... beer. <laughs> like this beer is worth a nickel. Did you ever see um, the Longest Yard, the shitty Adam Sandler one though? Yeah. When he's one of the the prison guards. Yeah. And he calls Nelly the N word like eleven times. Yeah. I was like, that's probably what he's really like. I remember watching. I was like, Steve Austin used to be so I cool. Don't know. I, and heard, like, I heard he's actually hey. like a really nice dude. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's fine. But like his character. Oh, he plays a, plays a racist wreck, redneck very well yeah, because like, that's what he did wrestling forever. I was like, this seems too real. He Steve drank Austin. barely any of that beer he poured on his face. Well, no, because he had to have his wits about him to fake fighting other greased up naked men. It's hard to flip a 300 pound man. I'll give him that. Sure. So I hear. <laughs> this is pretty good, actually. The beer is fine. It's, it's not, it's, it's not it's a ton a, of flavor, yeah. but you know, it's not 
Budweiser. It's a lot better than a shitty Coors. Yes. It's a pretty good dry, it's crushable very dry. IPA. I feel like I feel like I'm dehydrated when every time I take a sip. It's not bad. I never heard of El Segundo or hey, El Segundo, California. No, that was my next guess. That sounds like um something from the Californians. That SNL skit when they're all think it's like a recurring skit with a, it's like a soap opera called the oh, Californians and they're all. Sense. Have blonde hair and are holding white wine, <laughs> <laughs> and they just talk, half the time they're just talking about which road they took to get somewhere. Yeah, that's about it's right. Like, Chad, what are you doing here? And he's like, I just took El Segunda down to El Rodeo Drive. I'm like, but the traffic's crazy there this time of day. And uh, apparently, that's a stereotype of people from California. They just talk it about is. traffic all the it time. Is. It's true. It's true. Uh, so yeah, then he, he, he uh, Takashi mercs everybody. And he's like badass about it. They're like, I was just doing my job. Uh, and he's, he's like, badass I'm about doing my job. Everything like he, has, he does. And he has like yeah. cool, he has like badass lines. They're like, please don't shoot me in the snack. That doesn't stack up. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just pretty <laughs> stupid. <lines>. Yeah. <laughs> and then at one point, he Heads like, up. <laughs> people try and like, and then after that, him and he escapes. And then another caper, uh, he gets sort of like some, a synth. Which is some like badass assassin lady? You it's know, like a like, it's like a robot body. Yeah. So your real body doesn't get fucked up. Get you know basically like grabs him and puts him in a car. It's like we're taking you to see the the dude. This or is just call him this Ray. is Trep. It's like Ray. Yeah, I guess Trep. Trep is a recurring frenemy. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, they like there's like a you know struggle in the car, and he grabs the gun out of the holster and shoots them, and then they like crash into the water and die. Anyway, shoots and kills this person, which is actually just a synthetic person. They show up later, like way way later in the plot, hundreds of pages later, and the, the same person because you know they had their stack backed up, and they were like, "You don't you don't hate me?" He's like, "No, I mean, uh, I don't remember any of that. I don't remember ever meeting you. I don't know who you are." So I mean, I guess I'm also I mean, like, if you if you killed me, I fucked up. So yeah, that guy, I other, that other me sucks. So whatever. And then they're like kind of friends, or at least they like party. Good job, you got Which me. Yeah, another. they go out and do a fuck ton of acid. Or yeah. like future acid. Yeah, future drugs. It's like, oh, we're going to... He's like, you have 48 hours to finish this case. First, let's do so much drugs you can't see straight. Like, that's not a good plan, everyone. I do my best thinking when I'm completely passed out and obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure you're hungover as fuck for your last day on the job. Yeah, and they keep mentioning this Ray character. Go see Ray. Ray. In between, we also haven't mentioned there's like weird flashbacks to when his buddy... Like ripped off his own face or something. And and, stronghold. And, yes. And the, that planet. They, they flash back to his days as an envoy, which were basically government special forces, badass. Like they would fly around from planet to planet, or needle cast from planet to planet, drop into a body, and just be ready to go put down insurrections. Right. Any kind of rebellion would be like go just to be eradicated by these uber soldiers. But at this one battle, all he, all of his friends were killed by basically a computer virus. Like a horrible computer virus was sent in to kill their stacks. That's and actually how they die. And the guy was like going crazy, so he ripped his own face off and he keeps remembering this. Yep. Somehow... And, and that guy talks to him in the dreams like he's like holding his eyeballs in his hands. Like, hey yeah. dude, you need to look closer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty much that corny though. Yeah. Like this shit he says. Pretty close. You're not seeing the real story. Oh, this is relevant to my case now. Yeah. No. Uh, but anyway, Which that's, also that's didn't make also... much sense. He was like a super soldier, good at blending in. He was never a detective. No, but he's just good at like seeing clues. So he just decided like he's smart enough and good enough at this bullshit. If you to had to solve a murder, would you hire a guy who was the best soldier 
<laughs> no, you'd hire a detective. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like he, had, he had no real experience detecting. Yeah, it was it was odd. It was he, just a way for him to be badass in every way, I guess. Well, he also Pretty gets the, the body with the sweet Nurachem. Though it's not as good as his old soldier bodies. No, but it's got Nurachem. Which basically makes him into Neo. It's like Max Payne. <laughs> yeah. Can, it's just like everything. that video game. Everything slows down so he can punch people and move out of the way of things and yeah. shoot real good. Yep. It's like adrenaline times a billion. Yeah, but it's just built in and you just kind of like squeeze your butt cheek the right way and it releases. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, I need my neurocap. Clench. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, that sex robot in AI where he like clicks his neck and music starts. Yeah, I've never actually watched that. It's all right. It goes on. It has, it has too many endings. Kind of like this book. This only has one ending. But it has several points where, like, I, th- I think we're about to wrap it up now. And oh, then no, like, oh yeah. no, no. Let me introduce a whole other thing. Yeah, there's like 1,100 sub-characters. And you're like, which ones do I need to follow? And Morgan's like, all of them. Yeah. Every, all of them everybody's the fucking important. end. Everybody's important. Kind of. Not really. They're almost as important as a beer. Almost, yeah. Nate, you brought this? Uh, this is called, Is This Thing On? By McKellar. And that's what, he says to every, that's what he says to every lady in this book. <laughs> hey, is this thing on? Speaking <laughs> to this microphone. <laughs> uh, this is a New England style India Pale Ale, and it is 6% alcohol by volume. Right. It's not bad. Yeah, it's all right. There's some light, fruity flavors in there. Yeah. Not as um, robust a juicy flavor that, uh, you know, you kind of get in a no. lot of other ones where it's like I mean, super citrus or super I, pineapple. I feel or, like... McKellar's definition of a New England IPA isn't the kind that I like. I like the ones from the sort of guys. This much might be more the cloudy. first one we've not had a Finback beer in a long time. First episode, yeah. <laughs> quick uh, to the cellar. Probably could have found one. Actually. Quick to the brewery. Yeah, mm-hmm. we could have easily have a bottle of faster than light. Could have used that. You know, this is like an IPA, an old school IPA that just happens to be a bit sweeter. The other ones, which are clearly a lot more cloudy and a lot more yellow, are. Just kind of like way less hoppy and way sweeter. I kind of like those better. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, and you get all the juicy hop flavors without the bitterness. And I think, I don't know, as talking purely out of my rectum as we do for the rest of the podcast, it seems, maybe New England style IPA is not really a well-defined thing yet. No. Because it is a newer style. I don't know if there's like an, an official judge's profile for what a New England IPA must be. And not that it really matters anyway. It's not like wine, where if you put the wrong fucking thing, you can get sued. You get sued? You know, if you put like, I mean, champagne, and then France would be like, no. No, Nerd. Yeah, they don't have to only make New England IPAs (laughs) in New England. No, you don't. Well, but you also, you know, you can say, this is a New England IPA, and we've had them where like, that's not even cloudy. Like, that's perfectly clear. Yeah, it's just an IPA. It's just it made, it's, not, it's a New England it's a New, New England. England comma IPA, but not a comma. Yeah, so maybe that's what it is. I think it's mm-hmm. what, I agree with Nate, but it's still it's still okay. Oh yeah, it's, it's fine. Good. I'd still take it over a lot of regular. Take it over the fucking Steve Austin beer at any day of the week. Mm-hmm. At the week. Mm-hmm. So then um, another plot develops. Like, so this whole so okay, the ultimate. We'll sort of just like describe what happens close to the end. But okay, it has to do with the fact that there's this giant whorehouse that's literally floating in the clouds. That's that's really what it is. Where people yeah. fuck dogs. Where and yeah. well, <laughs> yes, where, a dog. A guy fucks a dog. He has a diaper on too, which is yeah. so disturbing. Anyway, where it where it is the place for the ultra rich, where they literally offer anything you want. One of which is. To actually kill someone, like real death. Like, fucking hostile. 
and it is owned and run by Raylene Kawahara, who's like a mob boss, a very who, but, but, but from Texas. But yeah. of course, <laughs> a Japanese woman, a Japanese woman who lives in Texas. But of course, Kovach knows her from way back. From way back, but they don't both... really go into it very much. They don't do with the envoys, right? After he left the envoys, he became like a like a criminal, Mercenary. like arms runner kind of merc, and he did some bad stuff because you know he's a badass. Yeah. Now, with one major thing that they changed about the show is, the, is that huge, thing. huge, huge change, huge giant thing that just kind of invented for the show is that this character is actually his sister. Oh. And so there's this whole wow. like family drama thing, which plays out over many episodes where you kind of yes. like get, she's introduced much and earlier much, and, and this plays out flashbacks of like family history. And she was also an envoy. And anyway, that's they, they invented that for the show. It's not in the book at all. But I want to say, I liked how they did that in the show. I think that was I, a good we'll get addition. To the, we'll discuss it at the end, but I thought the yeah. show was better in every way. Uh-huh. And that's heresy among book nerds. So No, there's, there's other things you said the movie was better or the show was better. No, no, I mean like this book. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so there's this whole like conspiracy by Raylene that, to that she doesn't want Takeshi to solve the murder because it has something to do with the... Okay, the whole Catholic thing is being the fact the whole Catholic thing, the book where you can't get your stack like re-spun up or whatever just to even to identify your murderer, this Raylene does not want that to happen because she's, she's let, literally letting her whores be killed, like real death in her, in her whorehouse. And she, but that's kind of, kind of a secret. You know, she doesn't want anybody to know. Also, and, she can blackmail yeah, other people. So she blackmail people. One of the people is... Lorenz Bancroft. Lenny Bangs. Oh, and he does. Yeah, he does. And there's a, there's a really awkward conversation at one point with, with Lenny Bangs when, when uh, Takashi figures out, like, you must go to whorehouses all the time. And he's like, got, I don't like coming on my wife's face. And he's like, but he's just like, <laughs> do you like to come on your wife's face? Like, not really. I don't know. What, where, does this, where are we going with this? <laughs> and he's like, and the, the clue is like, if you've been alive, the meaning is if you've been alive for 300 years, you get really bored with vanilla sex. Like you've run out of holes. You've got to graduate to choking horse to death. Like you've, you've figured out, like you've got like every combination of, you know, skin tone and size of boobies because that's how much nerds can think about this. Like, there's a lot. What if she was Asian of... with big boobies? <laughs> I could do that for decades. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about a white girl with small boobies? <laughs> and eventually, I'm our... not going to fuck a gaijin. <laughs> Spins wheel. What do I want today? What size boobies are we looking at? No, it's like that. Uh, you ever see that those toys at like a children's playground where it's like got to spin the columns to match up the head, body, and legs of like an animal? <laughs> it's like that. But like, what can I fuck? Yeah. So he's he's just bored. You're like, yeah, I've, I can't. I'm just tired of just fucking whores in the ass and coming in their ears. I just need to <laughs> step it up. <laughs> So I choke him to death too. <laughs> like, well, that's the next. I mean, why not just try two whores? I don't know. <laughs> well, his the wife does invite him to a, a, a lifetime on Fuck Island instead of uh, solving the crime. Yeah, yeah which he should—that's that, her bribe. Yeah, you could just fuck these boobies. Well, that's and how you that's want. how they solve it's, it's the case. Multiple copies of her. Yeah. So, so anyway, gangbang him. Kovach basically gets himself double sleeved. But where did he get the fucking exact clone on an hour's notice? Doesn't make he sense. He gets the. Clone machine. But th- th- I thought it took, like, anyway, it doesn't explain. Anyway, so he's got, he literally gets a clone of himself, gets himself double sleeved, meaning literally he, 
his own consciousness is put into the other body. But then the two, the two of them, they're like, we're going to distract the wife by having one of us take up her offer to just go to Sex Island. The other one is going to do some like crazy drugs that will make I mean we can we can evade detection, get into the whorehouse and kill everybody. The whorehouse can detect when people are there, so he takes the drug Reaper, which makes it slows your heartbeat down. And, so and your body temperature and your body which is temperature really convenient down. that such a drug yeah. exists. And right. you would think mm-hmm. people who are at a high end whorehouse maybe do some drugs too. You know, like I don't know. That the, the whorehouse technology is so good, it could detect if you have half a boner from a hundred miles away. But if you just have a like your body temperature is like ninety six, it's like well, I think it's also there. it's also that uh, the drug makes you almost non functional. But since he's such a badass, he can fight through it. Like if your heart beats three times a minute, you would not be able to run around and fight people. But he can because he can also fuck everything and murder. Well, he's just like, yeah. Yeah, don't put any of the blood on my dick for once. And then he just walks around solving mysteries. So anyway, he's saying, what they have that a... guy that fucked a dog. Yeah, that's so <laughs> weird. Like, he's just like a dog limps out of a room. With his bleeding ass. And he's like, that is wrong. <laughs> and then I was reading this, like, oh, is that, that can't be what that is. <laughs> it was. It was. And then he goes in and there's a, a man, like, putting back on his ball gown tuxedo outfit thing. And he's like, I didn't order you. You're not a dog. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. And he's probably says something badass too. Like, woof. And then he shoots him in the head. <laughs> he just kills that guy too. <laughs> Shouldn't have done yeah. a doggy style. Buzz his girlfriend. <laughs> woof. <laughs> you had to go full doggy style. They don't even have boobies. <laughs> <laughs> so he sneaks in. Trick or teat. <laughs> He sneaks into the thing, uh, confronts Raylene Kawahara, and says, not only am I going to kill you right now, but I found out where all your backups are stored. And she I had saw, the virus he, he saw all the destroy all point. of them. There was a point where fucking trip he, he goes to alcatraz island no they flew it? to europe to like the, the cave in spain oh yeah where it's, the it's, rain it's, falls no, on the plane and where he it's that it's the giant cross built by franco yeah inside of that is it's like it's, a super weird actual building there's it's just filled these pods that have her clones in there and, and all of her stack backups yeah stack ups i found that shit and i farted in there really loudly <laughs> <laughs> your pot, your pods are infected. It's really stinky. You're gonna wake up, be like, "What the fuck is that?" I've been on an airplane for several hours, <laughs> and I had sauerkraut. I had, I did, I did a truckload of acid last night. Yeah, I upper deckered the toilet there. <laughs> You're gonna be really sorry. You're making it sound like Batman. I'm also not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then he so tells anyway, like, "I got you, bitch." Yeah, basically, and he gets, he actually does get her infected with. The virus, the computer that destroys virus, the Rawlings virus, named after Lou Rawlings, voice of Garfield. That's that name. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> well, isn't Lou Rawls a singer? That was a yeah. Name. He was the singing voice of Garfield. I don't believe you. That's true. That part is true. I, On the I show, just, I just can't know. I pinky just, swear. It's named after the baseball glove guy. Uh, I am not looking it up. So, <laughs> but it's crazy with all those drugs, he didn't OD. <laughs> Because we, oh. we also skipped the other, we, we skipped the other other characters of uh, the one of the prostitutes he killed and that he really liked and, and then her dad weird... and her mom that's in the stacks but he gets the mom out of jail and she gets because she's, she's a mega the she's a mega body. hacker yeah, yeah and there's the mega like hacker the, she's and, a dude convenient yeah but she's actually a, what is she a man's body she's a man's body yeah. man's body and she's like but 
honey, I, I'm back. <laughs> and, you know, and she gets, identity she again. She gets him, to, her, to uh, upload the virus in the exact minute that does a thing, and he has a camera in his eyeball so that he can make Raylene confess to everything on tape, but not broadcast it out because it's still in his eyeball because they could catch the the broadcast, but they can't catch the simple thing because he's got like a talk boy and she can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking to the, just towards my chest where this <laughs> microphone might be hidden. <laughs> and then they, she confesses everything. Of course, she's like, whatever, I'll just get Raylene. He's like, nah, I burned them all. You're going to be a vegetable and not a good one. You're going to be like <laughs> celery, not like a nice uh, eggplant parmesan. What? <laughs> you know, a boring, like he's going to be a boring vegetable, not like a cool one. <laughs> I don't know if eggplant's a vegetable, but it is. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it definitely yeah. is. And then he blows what everything up. He blows everything up, and they Fruit? both die. But and they both kind die. of. But they both die. But His body dies. He has a second body. They actually put him back in the Well, other he body. and his other body have to go into virtual and rock, paper, scissors to find out who's going to die and who's going to get the body. Yeah. And that's how they decide. We skipped over, just talking about the identity stuff. They've done a, they do a few of these virtual meetings where you, could, you just like, go to like an internet cafe and you yeah. plug in your Who knows head. why they still need internet cafes? I don't, I, they don't have small... They weren't smartphones in 2002, surrounded by, so you didn't Surrounded by them. kids playing yeah. Counter-Strike. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, and then when he meets that other guy who had been double-sleeved, you see that guy's identity... Like, because when you're in the VR thing, that's your that's how you picture yourself. So mm-hmm. Kovac is now like a it's like in the Polish Matrix, Japanese where, guy where you get put into the Matrix and you see yourself as your ideal self. Like you have cool hair and sunglasses that don't have yeah, ear frames and on a them. Really cool trench coat that's not Nazi-ish, yeah. but it's very cool. Just a little school shootery, <laughs> but before that was cool. Yeah, uh, but then wasn't at first. <laughs> that came later. But then he meets this guy, and I forgot the fucking guy's name. But it doesn't matter Demi. at all. Demi, Demi the twin. Yeah, but he he's like a patchwork of people because he's been in so many bodies. Because also he the thing, even that, know thing they he have is. is called personality frag, where like you get put into a person's body and you see yourself and like it doesn't look like you, so you freak out. But the envoys are especially trained to be like, I could be in any body. I'm just a slut. <laughs> uh, but everybody else is a little weird. And Dimitri has been in so many bodies. He's just like, I'm just a whatever. I'm... Yeah, so he's got like you know choppy like Frankenstein thing. Yeah, it's like shitty animation. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's like somebody spun those those different you know matching up parts, yeah. and they, they didn't even get close. But they keep spinning. Yeah. <laughs> so that the identity thing, and I don't know if there's really an answer at the end of the book, or it's just a thing to think about. You know, it's mm-hmm. your consciousness, your identity, or is your yeah physical part? Are they separable things? Um, also, they frame. He pretends to he, solve the case. He pretends to solve the case because they say if you don't tell him that he killed himself, we're going to do all this bad stuff. And we're so going to kill your girlfriend. He, he tells him that like you were infected with the Rawlings virus, so you killed yourself. And he's like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." But it wasn't true. Yeah, and he's like, "I could use my envoy skills to know he was kind of believing me." Yeah. So then I said it again. Also, because <laughs> it was totally plausible. He got a he got a digital STD from a whore. That's why you always choke him when you're done. And then uh, the guy's like, all right, here's your money. Leave me alone. But then he takes it and he goes back to take out Ray because she's mean. She can't has to be stopped. No one should fuck dogs. <laughs> yeah, all that dog fucking was kind of weird. Yeah, the was, dog fucking felt really unnecessary. It was... Like, most of the sex things were unnecessary, but the dog was like, why? So in the end, he kills the bad lady and he wins the day and he gets his... And then you he, find out he, that that's what Bancroft actually did was... was, was uh, he killed kill that girl. whore. Yeah. Ray... Ray Got his wife to drug him, so he would be basically be on like dick PCP <laughs> and choke out a choke out a whore 
And he felt really bad about it. So he's like, if I just kill myself, I won't remember that I killed this whore on dick PCP. <laughs> and so he did. So he actually did kill himself. And this was all also part of the scheme to like get that law passed. Because then, because he could use his vast influence to make sure that the law wasn't passed, so she couldn't have her whores spun up and testify about what happened. Because the whore that died at the beginning killed herself by jumping off of the thing, assuming she would be resleeved. But Raylene was bribing people to say that oh, she was Catholic, like Mormons do to people after they die. Oh, really? That's a thing. Oh yeah, Mormons have. Uh, Post uh, death baptized uh, many, many, many people. Like well, Gandhi's people. a Mormon now, or you know, <laughs> Jesus is a Mormon, or some I mean, weird yeah. shit. They just like claim Benjamin oh. Franklin was definitely a, is definitely now a Mormon. Like, uh, uh, wants to go to Kobold, Kolob, uh, whatever the fuck. Kobolds are uh, Dungeons and Dragons gremlins. Oh yeah, yeah, Kolob. Yeah, get I, it right, Mike. I'm sorry. I confuse Dungeons and Dragons and Mormonism. <laughs> 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 it's an honest mistake. <laughs> <laughs> They're almost the same, you know. Both have a lot of virgins. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, oh, we also skipped the whole thing where he fucks Ortega for a while. They yeah. have like a mm-hmm. weird little thing going on. Because it's like every female And then character. she gets kidnapped by the bad man for a little while, too. Yeah, but he, but he let him stops go. And, that. Yeah. and he, gets into, he gets into Thunderdome with Demi, but then... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then and Trep then kills him. everybody. Yeah, Trep kills everybody and then leaves. And they're like, oh, he... Did he killed uh, some cops? So they just shoot him in the back of the neck while he's already dead. It's like, oh, he's oops, what a boo boo. I was just looking through my notes, and one one line I don't think we mentioned yet was about the whorehouses, where it mentions the vaginal spittoons. <laughs> <laughs> it was the grossest thing. It sounds I've like ever. a Venus flytrap thing. Uh, also, oh, we did the the. I took one note on this book. <laughs> one note I had to write down. I was like, what the fuck? It was the Memorial of Understanding Day where we learned how to translate what the whales are saying, and the whales talked oh, about yeah. the elder civilization on Mars when they came to visit, where we found the stack technology was in the ruins of Mars. But they also, the whales the can show. talk, and they remember Mars. <laughs> in, the show, in the show, they're just called no. the elders. They, they exist, and that's okay, the same no. thing. But they don't have the whales talking. Oh, yeah, they talk about the elder civilization. Anyway. So, so at the end, he solves the crime, and he, he says, okay, you can give uh, right Because also, she, they find out Ray flame, framed Riker, uh, because all things come full circle, and it's all self-contained. And Riker, because Riker was like, a, he was like right up to the line of Yeah, being a but bad he was cop. still a good cop, but he, didn't ever took a, he never took no bribe. He yeah. just killed people, or like beat them to death, yeah. uh, but you know, whatever. That's okay now. It's okay in the future. Yeah. Though another thing that was funny, Ortega mentions at least once, I think a couple times, like, Oh, you better do this. You're going to have to do some paperwork. And it's like, they still use fucking paper in 2600? Yeah. Like, they have not outgrown that in term. Tri- triplicate. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ah, oh, I need a... God, yeah, the carbon thing bled through. Oh, shit. I got <laughs> to press down harder with my pen. Uh, no, no, it's all altered carbon paper. Oh. Ooh. That's it a, no that's longer bleeds through. That's what this whole book is named. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the that's, full that's title. That's the point it's, of the book. It's, it's, yeah. after, it's named after the paperwork. Because he kills so many people. And all right. Oh, we also skipped when he shaved a guy's head. He like cut. So yeah, saves he, Dimmy's head. He cut off. Was it Dimmy? no, no, it was no, the doctor's, it was a doctor's head. head. He cuts off his head. Oh right. And then he tortured him by putting him in a VR with just clones of himself or something like that. And like, you know, thirty-seven virtual minutes will be enough to drive him crazy. He's like, we'll do thirty-six and a half or something yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, because he's like also an expert torturer. Well, he yeah. Well, the program does it because this guy fucks. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. fucks. Mm. Real so. Part. 
Okay. So at the end of the day, he gets, his, he gets his Riker's body back, and he gets a different body, and he gets he goes off on the next adventure to be followed in the next book. Yeah. And the he's going to get his, 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 uh, his peach back, his girl, whatever her name was. Sarah. Yeah, sure. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Who is not really an important character in any way. No, but she's just like a, a prop. Yeah, she's a prop. Really good thing. Okay, so end of the book. It's over. Book's over. So the show. Yeah, we have one more beer. Oh, shit. Should I have this one last beer? Why not? Because we finished the book and it was a victory. And also it's called the No Brainer, which is what real death is in this book. <laughs> well, technically you can blow up someone's brain and they'll be not real They'll dead. be totally fine as long as their stack, which is in their base oh, yeah. of their skull, is fine. But you only put the stack in after they're born, which is an issue too. Like Bancroft's wife killed... Uh, she, she, uh, the girlfriend did, pregnant yeah. girlfriend until the baby died if, if you uh, kill a baby it's murder because the baby didn't have a chance to be stacked or you know have a stack put in yeah otherwise it's just like destruction of property <laughs> essentially ooh that is organic that's damage bitter. that's what they're called yeah, yeah. Uh, locally anyway, sourced so. organic damage <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> free range from the co-op conflict free though Definitely not. Anyway, beer is okay. It's fine. I think we've had this before, actually. We did, yeah. It's an IPA. It is pretty dry and not... I mean, it's bitter, but not a lot of, like, hop flavors in there. It's drier than a nun during Prohibition. (laughs) You know, the the Catholic Church was one of the few institutions allowed to still have wine, though, during Prohibition. Not for the nuns. Uh, For anyone who went to Mass. (laughs) (laughs) I guess Mass attendance went up. (laughs) Uh, Have you ever had communion communion wine? It's not good. You You have to be a really... A sad neither was prob- neither was prohibition booze. <laughs> That's my bathtub. So, uh, okay, let's talk about the show. So, I watched I'll the show more. a long time ago when it first came out. Yeah, I watched it when it first I came out. I fucking love that show. It was so. I, I think they did it well. There's a. I mean, they managed to hit most of the important parts of the parts of the plot without it feeling like it goes on too long. And the the stuff that they introduce with the sister. So they do a lot of. Back flashback history of, uh, of Kovach him, as of an him, envoy in, in a Japanese man, in, as body. a Japanese man, yeah, Japanese body. Uh, but they uh, also changed entirely what the envoys were. They definitely did. Now maybe that stuff actually it comes in in the third book, and I, I, I would assume that's where they got it from. Although I'm wrong, I don't know. I, I don't wrong. think they do because I've read what people think about it online, and it's like they changed a shitload. And one of the things uh, that I watched it again after I finished the book before we did this, so I could like remember the differences because I don't remember if there was that different. But like the things they changed were pretty significant. Like yeah. in the book, he's he's on the stacks for eight years. In the show, he's on the stacks for two hundred and fifty years. So everything's changed. Uh, in the book, Ray is a sister. In the show, Ray is a sister. And, and there's Kel is an actual character. Yeah, you know they talk about Kellism in the book all the time. It's like oh, this yeah, it's like weird, weird Buddhist thing. philosophy kind of shit. But she's an actual character in the show, and there's like very important character. She's like a focal point of the season two, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and part felt like to um, the trailer. It felt like the thing from uh, "Fuck Do Andrews Dream of Electric Sheep." Yeah, it's kind so, of you know what? I am pretty sure that Netflix decided, ah, oh, we'll do Altered Carbon because there's that new Blade Runner movie coming out, and there's yeah. like mm. very similar theme. They both take place in a very rainy, futuristic San Francisco. Although the one in Blade Runner is obviously 2019 instead the of original 2049. Too 2049 was the second one. Yeah. Which so, I don't think anybody saw. But this, uh, also, um, the envoys in the show were basically like guerrilla revolutionaries seeking to justice. end immortality. Yeah. To give everyone a hundred years. Because the Kel is, is revealed at the end of the show is 
the woman who invented, invented stacks and said, I didn't intend for this. And it's, it's just gone wildly like the rich. It's, it's way more of the class warfare stuff in the show. Like the rich just treat the, the poor as, you know, disposable and, slaves. And if they can't die, then they will just go on forever. Yeah. And they lose, they lose their minds. They're no power. longer human. They're just fucking rich, weird people doing crazy shit. So she, the whole goal is to like end stacks as they are and give everybody a hundred years and then you're done. And she and they're like revolutionaries and they're living in like the jungles fighting the protectorate troops or whatever the fuck they're called. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and they change a shitload. And they, they slim down the plot to the important parts and the number of characters and give each character way more depth than yeah. a passing note glance. Like he partners up with the the dad of the girl who died, the mm-hmm. whore who yeah. died. He's like his assistant kind of guy. Yeah, a lot more. And a they give more. the envoys like their power is not to be like adaptable. Like they're adaptable, but their power is to just be like very Perspec- perceptive. Yeah, and they can uh, fight their way out of virtual. Yeah. Also, right. in the show, virtual it doesn't happen at a different time span. It happens in real time. Yeah. So they don't you know spend thirty minutes and spend two weeks in virtual. So they they change significant stuff. I mean, the the overall plot is kind of the same. It's you know Raylene is. His sister, but she's also doing the exact same but stuff. But doing all of those, doing things, the same yeah. stuff. But it was all to it was all to get him back. Yeah, so to get him back, she says. I mean, even though she's been accum- accumulating this like vast you know, wealth, vast criminal power base for centuries, while he's been just frozen. But anyway, the show added the element of he has to actually he realizes that his sister is actually evil and has to kill her, and that makes that's an extra element that I thought was really interesting. Adds an extra because she had turned into a rich, crazy person yeah. who no longer had any threat of humanity. Precisely, and they have a crazy Even though sword still fight. Still looks twenty-two. Damn good. Yeah, the the, the naked sword fight. Naked sword fight was a cool an intense scene. scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Maybe I'll watch that episode. Mm-hmm. The whole show is worth watching. I think I know a lot of people in the. Uh, also, he's a lot. He's still kind of like a badass guy, but he's not as maybe because there's no inner monologue because it's a show. But he doesn't spend so much time circle jerking about what a badass he is. He still does kill everybody in that mm-hmm. one room. But it's way less. He doesn't have any superpowers. Like the, like the Matrix speed doesn't exist in the show as much. Hmm. They kind of mentioned it in passing once. Also, the funniest part was people coming back for holidays. Uh, just to, like, gets there. They died. Like their grandmother comes back for oh, like Dia de, de los Muertos. Up, they <laughs> spin up the grandmother just for like... Christmas for, dinner for Dia or Dia whatever. Dia's Muertos. Oh yeah, and, and just, it's like just it's for like this night. super big, like tatted, tatted up, like street thug guy with like a beard. It's like, oh, Mija, what is going on? <laughs> and it's right. like this Identity is fucking bizarre. Again. Yeah, who are you? But uh, everyone accepts like that's Grandma, even though he's a weirdo. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna watch the show, but I mean, these are all themes in the book too, like. I don't know. Is he saying what is he saying there? Like, what are we, is he saying anything? Is it just like I don't? This is a cool I, idea. I don't know if he's. I mean, I'm sure it's a thing that he's hinting at at some point, but I don't know if this guy is, based on this book, is really too concerned with the concept of identity as much as he is like that's a thing that happens. But also, there's boobies in this book. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Boobies. The thing is about science fiction is I I feel well I really like science fiction because I feel like it says something or it is trying to say something. So you take this sort of imagined thing that is obviously futuristic or science or technology and sort of then the book you you invent that and then the book becomes well how does that change life? The question is like well if 
your consciousness can be stored in this disk inside a body and can be put in different bodies. Like, how does that change who we are, who you are as a person? That's kind of like exploring that problem that the technology comes up. He doesn't answer the question. He doesn't say, like, yeah. here's the solution to that problem. Or he doesn't say, it's abs- well, he, he, the show makes it sound like, no, it's absolutely awful. Like, you, you, if this is ever a thing humanity should do, we should not do it, you know, which is kind of the 1984 thing. Like, don't go down that path. I don't, I don't he's not really trying to make that case, or Richard Morgan is. I don't think he is in the book. He's not trying to do that kind of moralistic judgment thing, but he is at least exploring the problem. I would just say, or the one thing I would say, I don't think all science fiction has to do that. I think there's plenty of, I would say, High quality science fiction explores a thing. Does do that, yeah. but there's a lot of crap science fiction where they're just like, and they're in space. Like, yeah, I there's mean, a lot of pulpy this, garbage. It, it definitely, it definitely introduces the concept as like a thing you can think about. I don't know if he particularly cares too much about about it. the philosophical yeah. problem part. Probably not. I think he's like, this is a cool. Uh, what's the word? You know, mechanic I can introduce. That, you know, oh, it could be interesting to discuss it. But he doesn't really spend much time discussing it beyond, like, Demi having identity fragmentation kind of stuff. But he doesn't go into well, much, like, the philosophical the aspect of it. Well, he yeah. sort of, like, brings up it happening in the plot. But he doesn't have long passages where he's explaining his own philosophy. On yeah, it, so. no, he doesn't. He doesn't do that. Which Mi- is Because fine. that would get in yeah. the way of the boobies. No, yeah. definitely mm-hmm. block. And the guy punching everyone real good right in the dick <laughs> with my dick. But the maybe maybe with this the whole um, Kel Keenan and Kel religion thing that he has. When it worked well, it's, good it's burger. barely mentioned in the book. I don't know what book maybe two that, just, it's gets, mentioned very uh, only like very offhand, just like there was a series of a Zen koans. Yeah. So I, I would I would assume if there's any place for him to really like proselytize. Or or, or uh, pontificate, it mm-hmm. would be there. Like that would be the place to. And here's I, I what don't, I did really you read think. book two or three. I read book two. I've not read book three. I don't know what it's about at all. But I think you it's know, cool. it's just kind of like an it's entirely just different adventure. adventure. Yeah, that's, but it's, that's more of it. It's not specifically about the the. It's like it's like a series of one off like adventures, but it's not, it doesn't really. It, sounds like. it doesn't doesn't. It doesn't I mean, really push th- like an there, overall. There are plot only three forward. total. So you so I would assume I mean, is, that is there like an overall arc. Or is it just like this is I another thing an, this guy did? It's an entirely separate adventure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, the, from what I gathered, I don't know if there's like a, a ending in the third book, but the guy kind of said he had he didn't plan on writing any more books in the series, but then when he was writing on working on the show, people must have kept asking him about this, and he said, "Well, you know, working on it brings up these ideas, and you know, maybe maybe there will be another book." And maybe he'll pull a Margaret Atwood and come up with a sequel twenty years later. Yeah. Except he's a, except he's not as good a writer. No, definitely not. No, but he's better at naming stuff. It's a her. cool... Oh, yeah. <laughs> she oh, she's way better at names. She's the worst at that. But, I mean, it's, he's not a bad writer. It's just... It's, I could tell, like, this is like a guy who thought, this is cool, I'll write a thing that's awesome. Uh, and I think this book really suffered from his... This was his first book. And then he was like 35 or so. Yeah, for so a he, first book, it's pretty goddamn good. It is, but I feel like he probably worked on it for a long time as like a hobby or whatever and he tried to get it for a long up. time because it's so long. <laughs> well, sure, but he had every cool idea he ever had went into this book. Yeah. And he probably was like, hey, someone's going to publish my book. I may not ever get a second book published. So let's just put it all fucking in there. And and it's like when we were reading and like texting about this, like this book has like 300% too much plot. It's just too much shit. Uh, in even the book. like for a. Even if without all the sci-fi shit, like the detective aspect of it, 
Because there was too many layers of like going to here and then going to here and then going to here and then going back to the other place and then going back to the other place and then going back to the other place and talking to this person again. And it was like, it really could have been simplified a great deal because it didn't, it wasn't like, oh, I don't need it to be complicated to be good. It just, it needed to make sense. And it almost got like, it was like, it was bloated unnecessarily for the sake of like being... I don't know, just for the sake of being interesting. Yeah, maybe, but maybe he could write, but he can't edit. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what happened. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you'd have to edit out. If, if the book was 25% shorter. Yeah, it did kind of drag. But you know what? If if you write 600 pages of stuff, it, it must be hard to be like, all right, we got to delete those 10 pages. Yeah. No, like, I, I, which I, 10? I, mm-hmm. I liked the book. Sophie's choice. I liked the book a lot. It just, it did, I felt like it was a rough draft at some points where it's just like, this could be condensed a little bit. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like, you could remove two layers of that story, and it would have been the same story, which is what they did in the show. Well, movies and TV are... are that's mm-hmm. how they work when they take yeah. book... Yeah, but I mean, that, like... But they didn't, they didn't... I didn't feel like it lost anything by taking out certain parts. It was like, oh, that makes way more sense. Because the, 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 the detective part was essentially exactly the same, but way more followable. At some points, I was like, who the fuck is this person? I didn't remember who people were. Yeah. Well, I would still recommend for people who like science fiction, read it. It's definitely better than average. It's definitely science yeah. fiction for no, dudes. I, I, I liked it. If you didn't pick up on that already. Um, you know, girls can like boobs too. Anyone who likes boobies <laughs> and putting their penis between those boobies. And likes, <laughs> and likes when people kill people who fuck dogs. Yeah. So if you do, don't like that, then you're a bad person. <laughs> if you hate boobies if and you, you like fucking dogs. <laughs> don't read this book. Well, I, st- I recommend you read it. If you're into sci-fi, I agree with Nate. It's, it's worth reading. It is, it is a dude sci-fi book, but it's fun. It is a little long, but, you know, wouldn't we all wish it was a little bit longer? I'm oh, sorry. That's a different thing. Not Takeshi. <laughs> no. He, he had to actually, he had to get two circumcisions. 69 inches. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. That sounds terrible. It's like a, What's the a, second one do? A second, <laughs> oh, a second circumcision. Yeah, what what do they do with the second one? There's just so much to trim off. It was like an elephant's trunk. Uh, you don't trim any part of an elephant's trunk off. I'm just talking about what it, what it looked like. It's it's a simile, simile, dude. It's a simile, not a metaphor. I know, but it's all necessary. <laughs> we well, you know it is necessary. Hashtag uh, circumcision is, is is brutality. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what? Tell us what you thought. <laughs> Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And we now have a Patreon. So if you like what you've heard or you want to support the show, please just go on Patreon and at Drunk Guys Book Club and buy us a beer. Yeah. Some uh, perks we will provide. So we're now, starting now, going to do a uh, every month a poll to pick one book a month that we're going to do. Uh, the current poll that's up is which World War II book should we do uh, for our episode that's going to come out in April? So get on that shit. You don't need all your money. We need it. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. We need it. Yeah. These some beers aren't buying themselves. Just some of it. Not all of it. And uh, also, you know, if, you, if, you're, if, you, if you're a cheap fucker or, or not, uh, you could still uh, leave us a review wherever you're listening. That also is really helpful. So uh, do that. Please. Just give five stars. One for each... Uh, each sleeve one for each time one for each time he banged a lady in this book (laughs) one for each booby he saw (laughs) (laughs) they can't give a thousand stars (laughs) and thanks for listening